Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The home of Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Football Sunday is brought to you by New England Recovery Center in Westboro and by Kubota Tractor and the New England Kubota Tractor Dealers. Time now for WEEI Football Sunday with Andy Gresh, Christian Arcand, and Mike Cadlick. Now, WEEI Football Sunday. We got you until 1 o'clock, and then it's the Six Rings postgame show after... The Patriots-Washington game right here on WEEI. We'll talk to our friend uh, Christian Fourier coming up in uh, mere moments. And Fourier is proudly presented by VA New England Healthcare. Are you a veteran? VA New England Healthcare provides state-of-the-art healthcare benefits to those who served our country. Call 844-VA-CARES and learn more about the benefits you earned and deserve. Call 844 844- VA cares. Time for our two-time Super Bowl champion Christian Fourier to join us on the Harbor One Hotline on WEI Football Sunday. Fourier, what's up? Hello, good morning. How was everybody? Hey, Fourier. Um, no, Kayshawn Booty today. Bill Belichick said nice things about him uh, this week in terms of practice. Uh, I know there are rumblings out there about Kayshawn Booty, practice habits, maybe a little bit of attitude. We know what happened early in the year. He's been on the shelf ever since. Fourier, what do you make of no booty today? God, I hate people with no booty. Um, Here's the thing. I I guess it's either two things, right? It's a he's not quite paid the price yet, one. Uh, They like him, but they just don't quite trust him two um or three he's lying and he's he's not really that good and then we're and we still have to sit there and wait and see so but it is surprising today where they're at without parker without um kendrick Bourne, 
and they can't advance this guy. I just it's it's remarkable that they just they they feel like they're better off without him. And in an area where they desperately need help, they probably look at it as like, you know, we'd love to gra- grab another wide receiver, but we don't think he can help us. So there's lots of, I think, options, and it may be all the above, to be honest with you. Christian, we only saw Booty play in one game, and it was that Eagles game. Eagles are one of the best teams in the league, and he couldn't quite keep his feet in, but he could catch the ball, and he could get open. Like, am I, am I missing something here, or do you think it was all uh, bad practices and maybe attitude? And I, even when I hear the attitude, why would this guy ever give anybody an attitude? Like, what has he done? What has he accomplished? Nothing. And are they still holding a grudge because he, he didn't know how to drag his foot? I mean, there's something that he's maybe he'll get better next year, but I have a hard time believing any of that. So it just has to be that they don't like him. Like, isn't that, doesn't it always come down to that? They don't like him. They're not ready for him. They don't think that he can help them. And, or, and that they feel like he's more of a uh, – he's less of an asset and more of a burden. I mean, that's usually what it is. Like, well, no one should, like, you know, wrap themselves into a pretzel with this guy. If he was good, then they would have played him. No, that's a fair point. I, I guess – and the point I made to Arkan was that uh, if they had cut a sixth-round or seventh-round wide receiver at the end of camp, then it would have been, ah, it just didn't work out and nobody would think twice about him. But I think the fact that they found a way to keep him around indicates that they don't hate the guy. Maybe they're just willing to be more patient than others to let the guy develop. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, you know, but there's always there's always a reason, obviously. And what I believe is that okay, they threw him in there. They had early signs. I don't think he was talking back. I don't think there was attitude issues. Because how brazen would it be if that dude is like? walking around like he built a place like that would be psychotic yeah but you uh, but know but you, was- but you know as well as i do there are some youngs who love to smell their own farts and was that a part of a deal with this guy i don't think so i don't think so i mean i guess anything is possible but i have a hard time believing that he that would walk around like like he uh like he like he built a place i just don't feel like he had even done anything to like walk around like he's holding a grudge it, it would that's insane that's that's ludicrous so I, I'd say no I think it's something else and, and or they you know the other actually they do have three tight ends that they play a lot and I feel like that's going to be that type of game I don't think they're going to be passing a ton the whole fact that Trent Brown is out is is just so concerning so why would you keep throwing it it's probably going to be a heavy dose of run complimentary football, field position battles, real, you know, like smart decisions that don't put you in any jams just to keep it close, and then we'll be smarter than you at the end. Maybe that's part of it also. How do you see the uh, Patriots' defense today going up against Sam Howell and Terry McLaurin and some of the uh, playmakers on the, on the Washington offense, Christian? I look at it as, and we talked about it this week, just looking at Sam Howell and the amount of times that he's been sacked, 41 times. I mean, it's remarkable. The guy just holds on to the ball. He's going to end up breaking a record if he goes at this pace. So I think that with their offensive line being in just as much as disarray as yours, and even without your best, you know, uh, you know, pass rusher and Judon and Gonzalez, even without those guys, they should be able to get to him multiple times. They should. So I, I see that the. I feel like this is a real ugly game. 
I feel like this is a game that you're like, geez, uh, one side's being real careful and being, you know, being real, you know, vanilla and conservative, and the other side being the Washington, you know, commanders trying to create some different ways, but just they just can't hold up. I think you can rush these guys with four and still get sacks. I think anyone, like, I think I, even like during the week, I felt, felt like I took our parlay pick, and it was, I think, the two and a half or something like that. I took the, the under because uh, just in case, but I don't see this guy holding up. I don't. He, he only got sacked one time last week against Philly, but, you know, they also threw four touchdowns. I think he was feeling himself, and they had a good game plan. Philly probably took them lightly and then came back and won it in the end. So I like to see the defense dominate in this game. Uh, how does your uh, great, close, personal friend, Eric B. Enemy, try to attack this defense today, considering everybody knows he want, he has thrown it about 70% of the time this year? Yeah, it's right. It's like at around like 67.8. But, yeah, 70% of the time this dude is throwing the ball. So so it, it does kind of like, okay, um, uh, it kind of like it's pretty predictable. Um, I just wonder – um, it's obviously quicker throws because of the sack issues. So let's go to the outside. Let's go to the let's go to the short passing game and the outside passing game. Let's get it going that way. Get the ball in our hands of our receivers. I don't think he's going to change the way he calls. I just don't. He has he's shown no signs of it. So what does that mean for the defense? I also feel like there's going to be opportunities for tip passes. If you're going to throw it quickly, they know they're going to throw it quickly. Let's, we're not going to rush all the way. We're going to rush, stop, put our hands up. Guys like Dietrich Wise with that long wingspan, I feel like there's a bunch of batted balls that can be had. But he's not going to change his philosophy. He probably looks at last week and go, look how good we were. We, put four, uh, we threw four touchdown passes. It wasn't our fault. It was the defense. So he may double down. You know, uh, me and Eric Bieniemy have something in common for you. You both went to the University of Colorado. No, we both got in a fight at the Walrus. <laughs> got kicked out of the Walrus. Oh, for well, fighting. that had both of us that happened to. Yeah, we all three of us have something in common. All <laughs> yes. three of us have something in common. There we go. Very good. Um, what is what is a realistic best case scenario for Mac Jones? Uh, not just in this game, but for the rest of the year. Jeez, the rest of the year. Best case scenario, just don't embarrass yourself. I mean, be as conservative, conservative, and protective of the football as possible. If he gets through the, the second half of the season, let's just call it five interceptions, just five, right? I'd say, you know, you've kind of recaptured some of the trust that people lost, that you lost earlier in the season. That's what I would say. Stop turning the ball over. Stop it. That's the number one issue with him. Stop turning it over. Stop making stupid decisions. Stop saying I got to be better. Be better. Just throw it a frick away. That's his biggest problem. It's the most irritating thing is the guy's known for being so cerebral and so smart and proactive. I mean, prove it. That's what I would say. Prove it. Because after this game, if they lose to the freaking commanders, like I don't even know what happens, to be honest with you. I have no clue. Uh, how do you expect them to uh, work this O-line? Do you put on Wendu on the left side? Do you throw Connor McDermott in there? How do you patch it together today? I think on Wendy was probably the move guy. He's the guy that probably has the most success. I don't think – I think Conrad McDermott is horrible at right tackle. He was horrible last year. Mm. Um, but I, I think he's probably more comfortable playing that side. So on Wendy being the swing, versatile guy that he is, probably moves to the left. Like, is that – I mean, is Verdarian Lowe is he even activated? Is he healthy? I have no idea. But 
the last thing I'd want to see is him at any position. So I don't think you have any options but to, to move Unwenu. He's the only guy that I can sit there and say, well, at least he can, like, get us through the day, right? And therefore, like, here comes your stunts. Here comes your blitzes. Let's see if they can handle it. They're without their two best rush guys, and those guys aren't even on the team anymore. Do they, do they even care? Jack Del Rio, defensive coordinator, is he just – does he say, screw it, we're all going to be gone anyways? Maybe. Fourier, you just said if they lose to Washington, you don't even know what's going to happen. Um, Tommy Curran wrote about a day of reckoning if that were to happen. Uh, our friend over at the Globe wrote about if they lost the next two, that that could put uh, you know a real day of reckoning on the table after uh, coming back from Germany. How how big of a reckoning do you think this could end up being? I mean, but if, if it's a reckoning, like what does it even what does that even mean? Like nobody's going to get fired. Okay. You're not going to sit there and take, uh, you know, offensive. Like Bill's not going to, you know, take the uh, uh, Bill's not going to take the offensive play calling duties away from Bill O'Brien, is he? Like he's not going to keep Bill O'Brien on the sideline, say, yeah, you know, we're going to run your offense, but someone else is going to call the plays. But that's that's not going to happen. And so I just don't know what they do. Yeah, it's not really too many places to go, I guess. Um, you just so, have to hold on. You just have to hold on and enjoy the ride. Hopefully you get to the end in one piece. Sure. I guess the reckoning would come from ownership, you know? I mean, and that would that would involve the firings. But if you don't think that's happening, then that's off the table for you, I guess, right? Do you believe that they're going to fire? They fire anybody in season? Uh, after the bye week? I mean, the 2-8 and eight team at the bye, isn't that when coaches get fired generally? Do you think they'd fire Bill Belichick? In the middle of a season, under any circumstances. I mean, yeah, I do. If they're if they're bad enough, yeah. I, I think I think you're crazy. I think you I think I think you're crazy. I think you want something that doesn't and won't exist. There's not a chance in hell if they lose every single game, they will not fire him. Now they will. They could possibly fire him at the end of the year, but doing that to a coach like that, that for the most part, listen, he's made some bad decisions, but he's not a bad coach. He's not making bad in-game decisions like the, the players are playing poorly but he's not doing like you know coaching malpractice and i just think it would be the old and i think the crafts know that they would regret it to the end of the earth if they fired him and walked him out put all his stuff in a box and said beat it kid no autograph not a chance in hell Interesting. All right, Foyer. Uh, I know that uh, Colorado lost uh, late last night. But they covered. I'm sure uh, you and I will uh, end up unpacking uh, some of that on Monday morning, starting at 10 a.m. for Gresham Foyer. Thank you, friend. I'll See catch you, you soon. All right, boys. All right. There we go. There goes uh, Foyer coming off of TV, and you'll be able to uh, check him on uh, Channel 4 or TV 38 right after the game. We have a game going on in Germany. We've got a slate of games to peel through, and, uh, well, they're not all great, but there are some that are pretty good matchups. We will get to that next on WEEI Football Sunday. Here is Stiz, ready to trend. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now, the Celtics defeated the Nets last night in Brooklyn, 124-114. to Jason Tatum had 31 points. He became the youngest Celtic to reach 10,000 points. The Seeds in Minnesota tomorrow night, they take on the Timberwolves tip-off at 8 p.m. The Bruins fell to the Red Wings last night in Detroit, 4-5. That marked their first loss in regulation time this season. They'll face off against the Dallas Stars tomorrow, puck drop at 8 p.m. 
And the 2-6 and six Patriots play the 3-5 and five Commanders today at 1 p.m. at Gillette Stadium. Calvin Anderson and Devontae Parker have been ruled out. It was also just reported that Kayshawn Booty will not be out. There are 10 players questionable. Those players, Farrell Brown, Trent Brown, Christian Barmore, Juwan Bentley, Jonathan Jones, Vidarian Lowe, Josh Uche, Dietrich Wise, Devon Godchow, and Taekwon Thornton. Right now, the Dolphins and Chiefs in Germany with about eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. Kansas City currently up 21 to 14. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More WEI's Football Sunday with Gresh and Arkan coming up. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now, more of the guys. This is WEEI Football Sunday on WEEI. So let's start with the game going on right now as we look at week nine in the National Football League. And um, let's also stop for a moment and recognize we're at the halfway point of the regular season. I know. I know it. Like it has flown by. It's crazy. It feels like we wait forever for football and then it gets here and you look up and it's like, boom, week nine. Here we are at the halfway point of the regular season and a game. Tom Brady was just making that speech, I feel like. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, seriously. It, I mean, it really does go fast. But yeah. also going on in Germany, Kansas City has a 21-14 lead with 4-10 to go in the fourth quarter in that one. Uh, Kansas City does have the ball. And, uh, you know, when this is all said and done, this game 
could, the way it's trending, I know Baltimore factors in as well, but in terms of a head-to-head situation for Kansas City, this can end up securing them a number one seed when it's all said and done. Yeah, it definitely can. And I think this game and a couple other games this year, too, really sort of cement the fact that the Chiefs are always going to be Patrick Mahomes' team. He's the face of the franchise, and as well he should be. But, man, their defense is really good. They were really good against the Chargers. They were good against the Vikings. They were good against uh, the Lions, even though they lost that game opening night. You know, the Lions have been putting up big numbers ever since then. And uh, that's, a, that's a solid Chiefs defense. Really, really solid. No, very much so. And uh, they've done a good job of finding a way to continue to, uh, to add to that group. Now, in terms of uh, number one seed in the AFC, why is this massive? Because if Kansas City beats Miami, they already have a win over Jacksonville. Uh, and they do not get Baltimore on the schedule, does uh, Kansas City. Mm. So if you've at least got tiebreakers, because right now it is set up Kansas City as the one, Miami two, Jacksonville three, Baltimore four. They're all division leaders, but they're all six and two. Right. So Kansas City holding head-to-heads over Miami and Jacksonville could just really prove to be absolutely massive for them when it's all said and done this season. Wanted to uh, click on that Baltimore schedule real quick because they're involved in a uh, big one today as well. Yes. But uh, Baltimore has got uh, four games left before they get the bye. And then in the second, in what would be their second half starting on December 10th, uh, the Ravens get the Rams. That should be winnable. But then they're at Jacksonville. At San Francisco, home for Miami, mm. all in the month of December. So the real nut-cutting time for the Ravens is try to find a way to uh, get there record-wise, and then you get some of those uh, head-to-heads on your own. So coming up at 1 o'clock, here's a battle that is a real kiss-your-sister game. The 4-4 four and four Falcons are hosting the 4-4 four and four Vikings. Vikings are, I guess they're, I don't know if they're even playing Josh Dobbs today. They got to go with the other kid because they just traded for Dobbs, or are they throwing Dobbs right in the lineup? I think they're starting Jaron Hall, who's uh, their there backup, who was the BYU kid. Uh, he was <laughs> he was uh, Zach Wilson's backup at BYU for a few years, and is uh, I think this will be maybe his first start. I, I double-checked that, but I think it's his first start uh, for Minnesota. Dobbs will be his backup, and I would imagine there's a pretty short lease there since Dobbs has actually been, you know. In the offense. It, it, well. He's been running an offense in the NFL at the very least. Hall's the one who's been in that particular offense, so he probably gets first crack at it, and if you know he really can't do it, then I'd imagine they go to Dobbs. The Falcons also aren't going with their starter either. Uh, Ritter is uh, getting sad for this one, and Heineke's going to be getting the start there. So all of that to wow. say that I like. Uh, I think I like Atlanta today. Yeah, that's... Uh... That's a big bowl of mess at quarterback it right really there is. for uh, both of those teams. Then the aforementioned Baltimore Ravens at 1 o'clock. They will take on uh, the Seattle Seahawks at 5-2. and two. Now, you look at some of these NFC teams, and Seattle is one who went out and made a big purchase at the trade deadline. Yeah. They bring in defensive tackle Leonard Williams. It is a rental, or at least right now it is a rental, unlike Montez Sweat, who ended up signing that long-term contract extension or at least agreeing to terms with uh, Chicago. And what perfect timing for Seattle, right? You had a big, just bleeper of a defensive lineman to throw into uh, the middle of your group against a Ravens team that – whether they're handing it off, the quarterback's running it, or they're you know handing it to a wide receiver, they love to run the ball. They That's- really do, and they're a, a solid team for sure. And I like Seattle uh, just to cover the six because 
Baltimore really screwed me last week, quite frankly. I don't oh, know if you saw so it. So it's that, a revenge that pick? That, is that what this is? 100% it is. Nelson Aguilar fumbled that onside kick, and the Cardinals, it's also because it was the Cardinals. The Cardinals were able to get to within a touchdown. I think it was like a nine-and-a-half point spread or something like that, and uh, the Cardinals made it much, much closer than it should have been down the stretch. That's not to say that I think the Cardinals had a chance to win that game or anything, but if they can give Baltimore a game, then I think Seattle certainly should be able to, too. Yeah, and uh, by the way, that Vikings-Falcons game, it's Falcons minus three and a half in that one so mm. you hate having the hook there yeah but how about this total 39 <laughs> on the total might be high for the uh vikings and the falcons uh so we continue to roll along and by the way I, I like the ravens at home i the one thing i will say about the ravens is they find a way to play around injuries as good as anybody in the NFL. Yeah, they do. And to me, that it's about three things. It's about continuity, it's about coaching, and it's about the quarterback. And the fact that they've got a lot of continuity there, people who know what they're doing, you know, well, the one thing about John Harbaugh, he's never said, oh, Lamar Jackson is a beautiful player or anything like that. It's the whole, hey, the guy just finds a way to get it done, and Harbaugh's a special teams hardo as well. <laughs> and uh, his brother is running from Johnny Law, known as the NCAA, apparently up at Michigan at this point. That's all right. I'll get a nice soft landing spot oh, in the NFL God. somewhere. And, and this whole thing, I mean, <laughs> talk about uh, turning a mountain out of a molehill for the NCAA. Anyway, 4-3 Cleveland is hosting 1-7 and seven Arizona. And Calamari is not nope. active for Arizona, even though he is allegedly healthy. Yeah, the uh, starter for the Cardinals today is someone who doesn't sound like a real person. His name is Clayton Toon. Uh, that doesn't sound like a real guy. No, it, uh, it sounds like uh, the kind of guy that you would bring in on, like, uh, what the hell is that game? Uh, name that tune. He yeah, would be right. the guy. Name that tune. Here is Clayton for Name That Tune. I can do it in one note. And by the way, it's tune T-U-N-E, not tune like Al Tune. No, so, it's T-U-N-E. Uh, yeah, T-U-N-E. yeah, he played at University of Houston when I was doing stuff with the American Athletic Conference. That guy was uh, down there slinging it for Dana Holgerson, it is now, I do believe. Uh, yes. Who, by the way, is a close personal friend of one William Hoodsworth Belichick. Oh. At one point in time when I was on the Patriots Radio Network, I was on the sideline, and I look over there, and there's uh, Dana Holgerson with that weird hair. Like, he's got quite a flap, mm-hmm. like the real comb over. Yeah. And he must have sprayed it because that thing was, like, stiffly kind of uh, lifting up in the wind and all that stuff. But <laughs> the Browns should handle things. Uh, but Although, this is where the old Browns would lose. Yeah. Four and three, they're in the playoff hunt. They're feeling good. They're a little frisky in their division or whatever. And then this would be the kind of game they would turn around and lose to a one-win team who don't have their starting quarterback. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's something that definitely would have happened in the past, uh, maybe save for the whole them being good to start the year. Yeah. And they aren't good, but, I mean, they are over 500, and they're in a very, very competitive division uh, where every single team is over 500 right now. I think they definitely win the game. Uh, that's a big line, though. 13 points, a lot. It's a big line there uh, for, uh, for Cleveland, but I'd still probably take it. And Watson's been compromised most of the year. Even yeah. when he's gotten in there, he's been dinged up and has had to come out of game. Yeah, I think he kind of sucks, honestly. I think this year, like, Watson kind of sucks. You know what it is? Uh, When you sit for a year, Mm. that is a long time to not play football. Uh, And you can practice all you want, but, man, oh, man, I I wonder about the skills that are lost there. Vic got it bad. Vic was out, right? He was in jail and he came back and played. That is true, and it took a little bit. I mean, Philly had to be really patient with him, but, no, that's a a good point. I would also argue that Michael Vic is, even though Deshaun Watson's, Michael Vic is a, like, all-time unbelievable athlete. All-time freak. He he feels like one of those guys that at 45 years old, like, could – 
you know, uh, stretch a little bit and probably still put a four or five up in the 40 just on a, a random day. Uh, at one o'clock in Green Bay, the two and five Packers are against the three and five Rams. What can be said about this game that hasn't already been said? Uh-huh. Uh, you know what? I thought Jordan Love, he got off to a good start and I thought, okay, maybe this guy's got a chance. Nope. It has been a disaster the last couple of weeks for Green Bay and the Rams. Well, they won a Super Bowl two years ago, so I guess we hang on that for the way they've gone about building uh, that Rams football team. Yeah, it's been tough for them. I think uh, the, a lot of money came in on Green Bay early in the week because everybody thought that uh, that Stafford wasn't going to play. Mm-hmm. Do we have uh, inactives for them, by the way? Is Stafford playing? Do you know, know what? Let me uh, let me look real quick. I because thought I saw that, uh, that he was up for this game. So if I he is playing, he's playing with a broken thumb. So, I mean, that's something to keep in mind right there. If he's Sorry, not he's playing, out. <laughs> okay, then Brett Rippon's your starting quarterback, and Brett Rippon blows. So, I mean... You know, you're dealing with uh, six of one, probably half dozen of the other there. On the other hand, though, you're right. Green Bay has just been so brutal here. And at the very least, the Rams do have playmakers that could maybe make things easier for someone like Rippon, uh, Nuka, and uh, Cooper Cup and those guys. Yep. Like, there's there's some guys there who you just throw it up to them and, and hope for the best. Or, you know, they can get open quickly and you don't have to be uh, too too fancy with it. But I don't know. It's hard It's hard to pick a team that's in that sort of shape with their quarterback right you now. You know, I know we continue to go back to, you know, when Brady left, when Manning left, when Rodgers left. We're seeing that when you have an all-time great, it's hard to have the next guy lined up. And, you know, I mean, Jordan Love has been sitting for three years now waiting for an opportunity, and he's now quarterbacking a a two-and-five team. Uh, Speaking of somebody that needed a quarterback and got one in Baker Mayfield, Mayfield and the Buccaneers will head into Houston to take on the three-and-four Texans. And I don't know if the Texans' Arcan fell ass backwards into finding a quarterback, but... I would say right now, in terms of rookie of the year candidates, C.J. Stroud has got to be one of the top three of the QB from the Texans. Yeah, he's got to be right up there, although last week was not a particularly auspicious outing for him as he got outplayed by Bryce Young, who didn't even have that good of a game, but it was a really bad one for C.J. Stroud. Uh, he only threw for 140 yards. It was real sort of a, a comeback-to-earth moment for him because you're right, he has been, I think, the leading guy, offensive rookie of the year. I think it's been uh, his stamped for most of this season. I think that he bounces back this week. I'm not sure he's hit the rookie wall yet, but if he has, then you're going to see some betting trends really change around this Houston team, probably starting next week. Yeah, uh, Stroud last week it wasn't uh, it wasn't great for him against Carolina. 140 yards. He did have a 67 percent completion percentage. No touchdowns. No interceptions. He rushed though. for a touchdown. I think, yeah, uh, on the year. 60% completion percentage, 1,800 yards, nine touchdowns, one interception on a team that isn't great and also an organization that I think Houston will very much think like New England in some ways, and it is manage the young quarterback, put him in positions to succeed, don't worry about the numbers type deal. But one interception so far on the year for Stroud, that really is the number that stands out. And then the Buccaneers – hey, look, they're still in their divisional race. Yep. It's not a great division, but they got to look at it as this is opportunity for us. And uh, They look, need to score points. Mayfield ain't great, yeah. but there is a je ne sais quoi about what he brings to a team that I think might end up uh, helping Tampa here in this spot. Uh, also, 1 o'clock, the 2 and 6 Bears are going to take on the 4 and 4 Saints. 
Uh, if you're the Bears, you don't want to screw up what could be a good thing for them, which is having the number one and the number two picks in the draft. Right. Uh, there's no Justin Fields for them today. And if you're the Saints, you're at home against the Bears. You want to have a chance to go to the playoffs. There's no excuses today. You find a way to win. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, the shine has kind of sort of come off Tyson Badgen after that uh, first game where he looked pretty good. He looked uh, real bad last week. <laughs> yeah, give, give D coordinators a little tape. Yeah, uh, the Chargers smoked them last week. So, I don't know. I'm leaning. I'm definitely leaning Saints, although the Saints find new ways to disappoint everybody every they single do. week. So, I mean, this is probably one I wouldn't touch, but if I had to, I'd go Saints. Uh, three and five Colts at the one and six Panthers. I guess this is the... Uh I guess this is the Frank Reich Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the best I can come up with with this. That's exciting. It's 1-6 with the Panthers at home against the 3-5 uh, and five Colts. Uh, one of the 425. Oh, by the way, Colts-Panthers at 405. Uh, 425 game. You have the 2-6 and six Giants at the 3-5 and five Raiders. And I have, because there's a part of me, Arkan, that says, all right, for the Giants, this could be a get-right game. Right. Then again, the way everybody seems to be thrilled that Josh McDaniels isn't there anymore, I wonder if we get a spirited performance from the Raiders today and the first game under Antonio Pierce. That's all I care about in this game, really. I mean, it was so dramatic how all those guys, Hunter Renfro and Devontae Adams and really everybody, the whole locker room just going on and on and on about how great it is that their coach got fired and their OC got fired and all these people, the GM got fired. Like, they were just over the moon. And now let's see if this actually mattered. Now they got a coach in there that they like, that they respect, they don't have to walk on eggshells around. He was a former player. Yep. He's from Compton. All these things he said. And, you know, he's Raiders through and through. Great. Let's see if that actually makes a difference. You're playing maybe the worst team in the league here. One of the one of the uh, three worst teams here in the Giants. Are you really uh, something to something to invest in? Is this Raiders team really something that was being held back by their bad coach and their bad coordinator and all that bad play calling, or do you guys just kind of suck and we'll just see you go out there and suck again? Yeah, that, that's very interesting. I, I am too. And the whole offense, who's going to be calling plays? How that whole thing is going to work? Because not only was McDaniel shipped out, so was Mick Lombardi, the offensive right. coordinator. They got him the hell out. And uh, Hart agrees, the new offensive, the well, new OC. Yeah. There we go. Another so, uh, ex-Patriot. Guy. Yeah, so let's see what happens uh, there. And I, I wonder if Mick Lombardi got booted because they don't want anybody to squeak into the old man. But <laughs> Probably. An- another story for another time. And then we load up on what will be three pretty good games. At mm. 425, the 5-2 and two Cowboys are at the 7-1 and one Eagles. Eagles eked it out against Washington last week. Fourier has had the long-standing theory of those divisional battles. They're going to look a little different because everybody is familiar with everyone. Uh, but if you're the Cowboys at five and two, and you have big aspirations, you got to find a way to beat the Eagles along the way at some point. And well, doing it on the road might be tough. Yeah, it will be tough. If this was even a half a point more, I might be hesitant. But I think the Eagles at three—that's that's the number I saw. Yep. Um, I think that's a pretty safe one. I think they're uh, they're the type of team that is able to overcome an offense like like Dallas has, and Dallas does have a good offense and a strong defense. But I just feel like the Eagles are shake better, and uh, they're the home team too, right? Well, so, and yeah. and if you look at uh, kind of the way it goes, where you maybe don't have a great performance against a bad team, and then you come back, and Dallas was in that spot. They lost to the Cardinals, right? And then they ended up uh, smacking the Patriots. So I wonder if Philadelphia has the, man, we're way better than Washington. We didn't play great kind of feel. And uh, if they're paying attention a little more in Philly today against the Cowboys. And uh, let's hope there isn't like a tragedy 
in or outside the stadium. You put Cowboys and Eagles fans together, forget about it. No kidding. And uh, by the way, Dallas is coming off a huge win last week. They smoked the Rams. Uh, oh, last time yeah. Them, so. And there's that other one. That That's a good point in yeah. terms of the one team barely got by against the bad team. The other one blew doors. How does that balance out? And then on Sunday night, this is a real good one. The 5-3 and three Bills are at the 4-3 and three Bengals. Another one of those kind of like AFC eliminator games when it comes to the uh, tie break. But uh, since he seems to be getting right, uh, they started one and three. They played much better. And the Bills kind of feel like our can the Ravens right now mm. in that they're just trying to find a way to win with a mountain of injuries. Yeah, they are banged up all over the place. They had a win last week over Tampa, but it wasn't like the kind of get-right game that you look at for a good team and you say, oh, okay, they're back. They squeaked by them. I mean, it was only a six-point win. And, uh, you know, that that to me sort of signals that this team still has uh, some issues. They still have some issues uh, on the defense, on the offensive line, um, outside of, of Stefan Diggs. I feel like they, have, they struggle to score points sometimes. And Josh Allen, being as banged up as he is, isn't able to run as much, and that's a big part of their offense too. So we'll see how he's looking. You'll probably tell pretty early on in the game uh, what kind of game plan the Buffalo is going to have and I think that's really what it's all about. Uh, the Bengals offense is one that can put up points quickly. I feel like Buffalo normally can hang yep. with them and keep up with them but if Allen's still banged up and their uh, line's still letting guys through then forget it. Well and uh, Buffalo traded for Russell Butler the corner from Green Bay yep. but then they turned around and put Kyrie Elam on IR so it wasn't replacing somebody else that was already hurt on the roster, Tredavious White it ended up bringing in reinforcements because now they're losing bodies on the back end. Matt Milano is dinged up as well. He's done for the year. I thought that was a good trade by them, by the way. I mean, it was, it, was, it was slick. It was maybe the best guy they can go get. Yeah. I thought it was for White, though. Once you hear the White is down and then Elam goes down, you, you still end up, you've gotten a new player, you've added a body, but you still have the same numbers issues at the end of the day. Uh, and on Monday Night Football... This has actually now become an interesting game because the Jets pulled the rabbit out of the hat against the Giants. Yeah. They snatched victory from the Jets Jaws of three in a row. Can you believe that? <laughs> no. It really is crazy that the Jets are now four and three on the year. Their last three wins have come against the Broncos, the Eagles, and then the Giants. Man, the NFL is a uh, weird place. But you also have a three and four Chargers team that desperately needs a win as well. This one on Monday night will be interesting just in terms of the what gives end of it. To think that the Jets could end up 5-3 and three without Aaron Rodgers, I'd be shocked. I know. I, I would be too, but I think it's possible. I really do. They, they, when they beat that Eagles team... That was a two-game streak, and it was sort of the same position the Patriots were mm-hmm. in after they beat the Buffalo Bills, right? Everyone was sort of talking differently about them and saying, well, if they can just win this next one, if they can beat the Bills and the Dolphins, then, then you, they then can beat anybody on the schedule. You got something here. And the Jets, you know, I mean, the, the, the Broncos suck, so you beat them. You beat the Eagles, and people say, all right, was that a fluke, or can they keep that going? The Giants also suck, and they only scored 13 points against them. But they won, and Zach Wilson had a a good fourth quarter. And, I mean, listen, for the Jets, that's about as much of a victory as you can have. And I do think that defense can can give problems to the the Chargers. I do. So I would be, right now, I mean, ask me again tomorrow, but right now I'm kind of feeling the Jets on this one. I would would also add that uh, Brian Dayball, that was the first time where, as a coach, Brian Dayball with the Giants and losing to the Jets, that you can say, all right, that's on you, buddy. That was game management. There was all kinds of clock management issues in there. Dayball... uh, had to eat that one and in a real rough year for New York football teams. It's been a tough uh, year for Patriots uh, or Belichick coaching tree guys too, I'd say. Uh, 
uh, well, yeah, I guess McDaniel's leads the uh, leads the way on that. Yeah. Although apparently they love Dayball down there with the Giants. I don't know when he wishes he can get rid of thirty five and a half million tied to his quarterback next mm. year. That's true. I mean, they like him, but thirty five and a half sure. mil. Good lord! The three worst offenses in the league are all Belichick guys. <laughs> the uh, Thursday game, it was uh, the Steelers beating the Titans twenty to sixteen, and they just went final in Germany. Dolphins got uh, two touchdowns in the third quarter, but it wasn't enough. The Chiefs get the win over the Dolphins, 21-14, to really putting the Chiefs in the power position now to once again be the number one seed in the uh, AFC. Hope you took that under. And, uh, I bet you did Oh, yeah, that's right. It, was, it ended up coming in under 21-14. That's right. Um, I bet you that was uh, that was not a popular bet. For Mahomes, this game. <laughs> yeah, Mahomes twenty of thirty, only threw the ball thirty times in this one for uh, one eighty five and two touchdowns. All right, we got a couple of picks and a prop for you as we get ready to head out the door on Weei Football Sunday. By the way, we brought you the uh, injuries earlier, provided by the Catches Law Group. If you have been injured at work, Catches is the place for you. Contact Catches Law at CatchesLaw.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Right back to WEEI Football Sunday on WEEI. Kansas City probably had Miami dead to rights anyway at 21 to 14 after watching some of the highlights here at studio, but apparently on a fourth down play in Kansas City territory or right around midfield, Tua has a shotgun snap go uh, by him. Looked like he uh, peaked up a little bit. Ball ends up uh, hitting his hands and hitting the ground. But, uh, Arkane, you mentioned it, Chiefs defense. And the guy they're talking to right now on screen, Chris Jones, when he came back, that group started to pick it up. He's another one of those real impact interior D linemen in the NFL. Everybody makes a big deal about edge rushers, but we have a pretty damn good crop of interior defensive linemen in the league right now, and that guy Jones is one of them. Yeah, he really is. He's been, uh, and he held out too. I mean, he was not he was not happy with the situation, and he ended up, I think, getting what he wanted, and he came back. Oh, and, no, he didn't. He I know didn't, he didn't get it? No, he ended up, no. In fact, it was more, a little was more it of, got a, I mean, they, a I mean, they gave him the, uh, I think they gave him a sweetener, but it was, uh, I'm pretty sure it was along the lines of the, uh, we'll put incentives in there, okay. like like kind of the way they uh, well with Judon they guaranteed his money because he was going to be on the roster and as a vested veteran it was going to get guaranteed, but it wouldn't get guaranteed until after the first game of the season or leading into it. So it was the whole, eh, am I really going to risk the preseason? And then they figured him out. But I do not think Chris Jones got 
anything done long term. Okay, I think you're right. But he did say he was pleased with uh, the new deal. So whatever got, they so, did, yeah. they gave him the sweetener this year, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, haven't uh, ended up uh, an incentive laden one year contract replacing the season he had left on his deal. So so they yeah. did kind of they what, paid his fines too. There and the, <laughs> like what they did with uh, Saquon. Yeah, Saquon had the franchise tag, but they gave him a little sweetener. Ended up working it out on a uh, on a one year deal. Uh, all right, a couple of picks and a prop. Why don't you uh, lead the way there, Arkham? What all you right. got? Uh, the first pick I'm going to make is Atlanta minus three and a half. Uh, they're at home against Minnesota. We already talked about the quarterback situation there. The only reason I'm hot on uh, Atlanta is because Heineke, I think, is just a little bit more experienced and a little bit better than what they're uh, than what they're rolling out in Minnesota with that kid from uh, BYU or potentially Josh Dobbs if the BYU kid doesn't. Uh, Hall, I think his name is Jaron Hall, if he doesn't get off to a good start. So uh, just based on the slightly better uh, quarterback situation, I like Atlanta minus three and a half. Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, Buccaneers plus two and a half on the road against Houston. I just think that uh, the young quarterback will make the mistake that the veteran won't, or they'll both make mistakes and somebody will just make the last one, therefore giving me the uh, plus two and a half cover with Tampa. All right. My other pick is going to be something I'm going against, and that is the revenge pick that I was talking about before Baltimore, who screwed me last week. Sure. I am going to keep riding that train. I think that uh, the Ravens can and will at home uh, take care of business against Seattle. So that's the one I'm going to I'm going to go with there at six. And I feel like six is a nice push number two. So worst case scenario, maybe I get my money back. But uh, yeah, I'll go with Baltimore. Too. I like uh, Philly to bounce back against Dallas. It's only three. And you say only three because a divisional battle, you figure it's going to be close. I would love to get the two and a half, but I think uh, I think Philly bounces back after uh, really grinding it out last week against uh, against Washington. And I'll tell you another one I like, too. I do think the Raiders are going to bounce today, and it's only minus one and a half against the Giants. Even if you look at those teams as pretty even, only one and a half. I figure the Raiders win that game by three to six points when it's all said and done. All right. My prop bet is a Patriots prop bet, and it's a Mac Jones under 222.5 passing yards. That's the one I'm going with because, number one, I think they're going to try and run the ball a lot. As Fourier sort of said, I agreed with him there. And also because Mac Jones only has three games this season where he's thrown for over 220 yards. So I don't think this is going to be one of them. I'm taking Mac under 220.5 yards. 222.5 yards. Uh, wow. I am. Uh, I'm a little. Uh, I, I must say, I'm a little surprised at that. I thought the spite and malice factor for uh, Baltimore uh, screwing you uh, last week would end up uh, winning out. It's no way to live, Gresh. I'm going to go with Kareem Hunt in uh, Cleveland. Total rushing and receiving yards over 51 and a half. I feel like he's going to have a day, and if that score ends up getting tilted, which I do think it will on some level then uh, he could end up uh, making a couple of chunk plays there as Cleveland is dealing with Arizona. Six Rings postgame show after the game right here on WEEI with Fitzy and Hart. Stiz, great job of producing it today. Good job, Stiz. All right, that is it for us. We think we're at Gillette tomorrow. I always knock on wood on that as the caveats are always thrown in there. So we know it's WEEI. It is a Patriots Monday tomorrow on WEEI. It'll be uh, Bill Belichick with the Greg Hill Show. Uh, we'll be joined by Hunter Henry and someone else in terms of aggression. For you, and on Jones and Mego with Arcan, it will be Mac Jones and likely Matt Slater. Yep. That's it for us. Enjoy the games. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Everybody. See you, Gresham.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.